that's gonna be a fucking crit. Yep. Yep. Which, which, which doubly sucks because, like, I I knew the damage was coming and I was still unprepared. I mean, we all knew damage was coming. It was just mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. time we think we're prepared for the damage in this show, we're just not. Yeah, yeah. Fucking bastards. Like, and we just keep our hands out and be like, more? Like Sam Jackson said, more? Hold on to your butts. Just hold, <sighs> hold on. And with that, welcome back to the Space Society Collective Podcast. I feel like that's like a that's a bad thing to say since you know like his character dies in that movie. Mm -hmm. Hold he on, dies in Jurassic Park. Famously, only has his hands left. He dies in <laughs> he dies in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, he does. Iconically off screen. I, I Probably one of the most iconic off-screen deaths, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I ever watched Jurassic Park, I was like, wait, do they ever show it? And it's like, they don't. They just straight up don't. They just uh, leave you with that horrific visual in your head of like, oh, there he is. <laughs> no, it's not. Just, just... Did it's... anybody here watch Tremors 2? No. I have watched every Tremors movie. Thank you very much. Honestly. Thank you very much. I'm very happy. At least someone else in this has in this yes. culture. Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't I've have to worry Tremors. about like beautiful bad movies like that with me. I I I, I, I watched Tremors. So... Did you see the second one? I don't know. It, it's all it's all white people getting themselves in trouble. I don't know. That's... They all look the same to me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Hello. Yeah. Once again, hello, party people. Um. If, already tangenting yeah. it's fine yeah, yeah my, you, my point was literally gonna be that they had a very similar scene where it's just like ah here's this guy and then the next time you see him it's just his hands and it always reminds me of just mm. <laughs> yes remember the dude on the truck if yeah. you've been following these last eight episodes thank you um they've been very spoiler heavy but you actually get our different perspectives on those who play the game who has not oh yeah um, well, not this, but yes generally generally um but yeah thank you um there will be some um, updates for you all which we haven't done this in a while uh we'll podcast and updates the podcast will be now every other week instead of every single week because <laughs> even us we need breaks and the world just is horrible it's the reality of our, of our recording schedule that too but we are still diligently working when we are over certain certain things that we need to get over, we're diligently working trying to get on um, YouTube. And when YouTube get their bullshit out the way about cursing and 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 anything, we will be on YouTube soon. Because I love how I love how everybody was like, "Yeah, YouTube's gonna be different. The CEO is stepping down." And then we got the new CEO, and we're like, "Why did we think it was gonna be different? It's worse. It's worse." But um, also, we already know Twitter shit. Social media, you all are shit. Just you bury pod, you bury anyone who just want to promote their things. Hey, I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. I'm just well, yeah, it. shoot, we're not paying them. That's true, but even those who don't, who like us, who don't pay, you just bury them. Yeah, that's what I mean. <sighs> but que sera sera. This episode is a motherfucker. <laughs> I tell you that. So. I actually want to start off with Christian. Oh, yeah? Yes. I want to start off with you, because you it's fresh in your mind. It is It, it is very fresh in my mind right now. 
I want to go with the freshest body first. That is a pun about what this episode is about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so what are you asking me? Do you like it broiled or chopped up into little bitty pieces that we got through this episode? Are, are you? I'm so sorry. I don't know what you're asking me. Are you asking uh, me for my you, opinion on the episode? On or, the or show? Like, yeah. The, 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 the show. The show. Okay. I, I'm, I'm bad. I'm, 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 you are the pun king. We all, we clearly just show I am not. No, no, you're good. You're good. It, it's just I was confused about what specific aspect you meant in this moment. It, the fun. pun was not the problem. The problem was I had no context. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the show was great. It was it, it fucking every single one of these episodes, dude. Every single one of these episodes, I keep telling myself, I, I'm going to be emotionally okay after this one. I'll be prepared. It's fine. <laughs> and then I'm not. Nope. It just, it's just, it's so good, but it's also like, god damn, this episode was easily one of the most adequately, I should say adequate, uh, appropriately because it was the theme of the episode, but this is one of the most violent, intense ones so far. It's almost like, it's, it's almost like this, the show and the creators are setting us setting ourselves up because we're like okay we know we're gonna be sad but we're not gonna be that sad i got this i know what's coming it's gonna be fine and then it like fucking emotionally disturbs us so it's like it's setting us up to already continually lie to ourselves and be like this is fine and how we can lie and explain away or how i guess certain subsects of the fandom can lie about certain character decisions yeah that they're like yeah no it's fine this is fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Justified, right? Yeah. That whole mm-hmm. thing with the knife was justified, right? Yep. 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 Can, can y'all hear me? Yes. Uh, now we can. Y'all didn't hear anything I said before. Most likely not. Uh, it looked like you were muted for a minute. No, I was asking about FEMA. Like, what? What about FEMA? Let me let me boost your audio just in case. Can I say fuck FEMA? Christian, why, why did you mention FEMA in this episode? I didn't mention FEMA. I'm confused. I think you did. No, you didn't mention FEMA. Okay. Uh, I might be going crazy. <laughs> Maybe it was just an audio thing. Was it FEDRA? I didn't no. say FEDRA either. Didn't mention no. FEDRA either. What, what word with F did I say? Now I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm just going Appropri- crazy. Appropriate. Oh, Are you... Right. Is your mind back from from the air? Is the jet lag gone, Ray? Or is it still there with you? No. M- might still be there. It's fine. No, the it's jet not. Lag I'm on here. With us. I'm, back, I'm back on Earth. Okay. <laughs> on our time. Okay. So it's all good. Okay. Just making sure. You make it to your... Make, make it in, Chris. Uh, no, I mean, that was my point. My, I mean, if you're asking me whether or, lo- uh, or not I like the episode mm-hmm. or how I'm doing so far... Mm-hmm. Uh, Yes, I love the episode, and I'm surviving. <laughs> mm, but are you enduring? I mean, it's kind of redundant, isn't it? <laughs> I see what y'all did there. I see what y'all did there. But, um, but it, it is different, though. It, it is. is enduring, surviving, are, are two different things. That is true. That is true. Enduring, I guess, uh, inherently means that like your spirit may remain relatively unchanged throughout the event, whereas surviving is doing whatever you can to maintain your actual sentience and survivability. 
So yeah, mm-hmm. technically they're different. So yeah. am I enduring? Probably not. Am I surviving? Mm-hmm. Most likely. <laughs> it all depends. You know, they, uh, what is it? The the what's that ship? The Theseus or something like that? Oh, Theseus? Yeah, Theseus or. I thought Theseus was like a guy, but yeah, something very similar to that. Where my, po- uh, I guess survival is a lot more of that question of like, hey, if you keep compromising parts of yourself to survive, is it still you by the end of it? Yeah, it is the ship of Theseus. Yeah, Theseus. There you go. Yeah, I guess it is Theseus. I thought that was a guy. But yeah, but, but I mean, Theseus. it is also a dude. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't it a weird like comparison to put to survival in that aspect? Whereas endurance. Enduring would be more Sisyphus. Maintaining, somehow maintaining your sanity as you endlessly push a ball uphill. Yeah. Yeah. We're going uh, intellectually deep in this episode. Now, I'm just a lore nerd. Yeah, we know. You, you, <laughs> you create a world that twists and turns and that both me and Benny play in. <laughs> Bruh, bruh. Right now it's mainly twisting. No D and D talk. <laughs> no D and D talk. I'm How pretty sure I'm pretty sure someone out there in the world of that last of us is playing D and D to cope. I'm sure, but no it has D&D to be. Talk. <laughs> All right. I still okay. So this is like again a slight little tangent, but it's just one of my favorite moments from like post-apocalyptic media. And I'm like, oh, but for real, though, like, how would people carry this on? And it was from that fucking, I think it was called Reign of Fire, but the dragon movie with Christian Bale. Oh, and uh, And, Matthew McConaughey. They were were recreating, like, the Star Wars movies, like, doing a play of the Star Wars movies for the children. And I'm just like, yes. Have you watched a show, um, Station, I want to say Station 11 or 8? It's it's on HBO as well. Oh, and it the... answers that question, Benny. That like, what do people do to carry on? How do they survive? Like, is surviving enough? That they ask that question by like, <gasps> um, um, they they have like these artists that goes around through throughout the country showing this um play, this sh- uh, Shakespeare plays. They go into town, town, town that have been like you know ravaged, turned down after this virus has ravaged the whole world. So it's like. We need more to survive than just. We need to do more than to survive, you know. Ooh. So, yeah, that mm-hmm. show Station Eleven, I think, or Station Eight. I forget what it's called, but I it's watched, um, look that up. It's on HBO. You need to watch it. Okay, it's great. It answers that question and dives deep into that. So, yes. Okay, that. love that. It's like it's not enough just to survive. You have to live. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, that's, again, like, what a great, like, thing this show shows us. I mean, basically, like, we see so many different things. We see, you know, like, federal fascist, you know, thing of, of Boston. And then we see the anarchist revenge takeover of Kansas City. Um... And then we see, like, this communist damn near utopia um, in that. But the whole thing that every single one of those has, and that is the thing that keeps carrying over, 
through each episode, is it still built on violence? Each and every one of those societies has some level of violence. So obviously Fedra is hanging people for damn near any little infraction. Like infraction. Um also. not like any, but like definitely like hanging people for stupid shit. Um Kill a City, obviously we didn't get to see what Fedra did there, but yeah. Shit we, was we, bonkers. We heard, we heard yeah. that there was raping people, yeah. killing them, torturing them. All that like, stuff. We didn't get to see it, but we knew what they did. Also, they the show explained, that we talked yeah. about is called mm-hmm. Station Eleven. Station Not Eleven, Station 18 okay. Or whatever I was saying. Okay. okay, Station Eleven. Um, and then I mean, even in Jackson, like they, while they have their great little city there, they still have to protect it and defend it with violence. They still don't generally let new people. <laughs> in but um, but it's nice to see that like communism works that they don't even need to use their jails because people don't need to resort to stealing killing right like you have equal access to those things you see this utopia but again that utopia still has to be defended with violence Mm -hmm. so like it's not to the level of say boston or um kansas city but like it's still violence is just the norm for this you know vision and future of society like for the show it's an everyday thing and Dude, they don't even have a society yeah like, like like you gotta think to yourself like what prevents me from punching mm-hmm. someone you know or like drop kicking them in the jaw when they say something wrong it- to me it's, it's showcasing, yeah, that again, like, society as we know it is gone, and it's, each one is more like, um, almost like a feudal type system. So each section has... Governs its own yes, ways. Yes, yeah. There's no, really, there's no nation. It's just, like, city-states type thing. Um, also, yeah. like to believe that um, that Fedra in some states were good, I hope, on some cities or some quarantine zones. I know all of them all started out good, but like, I like to believe that there's like a um, Fedra outpost that's like still filled with good people. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like there probably is because they've sort of mentioned things here and there just as like throwaway dialogues even like um with some of the shit was it riley that was being like oh you know like fireflies have liberated certain places so like you could even think that like there are firefly cities that are running smoothly maybe fedra stuff but like there's also ones that are bad because that's the thing about humans is like we're not really good or bad (laughs) or everything I think that's a really interesting part of the show that has been, like, very at the forefront of my mind. They've done such a really good job at portraying, I don't want to say both sides, but portraying both halves of every faction. Where it's like, yeah, no matter no matter how much brute violence you'll see, like how we saw at the end of, season, uh, of episode seven and what ends up happening to Joel, it's like, you see these moments of like intense violence and intense aggression of people versus people. But then when 
when it flips around, you see like their reasoning behind it. And it's like, well, that's a human reasoning as to why they would be doing what they're doing or how they feel, why they feel doesn't make it right. But the thing is, it's like, okay, I was really thinking about the scenario where it's like, okay, two people from two different camps show up. One of them attacks the other. Is that person inherently a bad person because they're attacking someone else? Or are they getting someone else before they expect them to get them because it is doggy dog? And in, yeah. and in this situation where their factions then start asking, well, who's right? Because you attack my guys, but they were defending themselves. Or no, they attacked us first, so I killed him. It doesn't matter at that point because nobody cares about who did what first. It's about the end result of what happened through that interaction. And regardless of... of uh whether or not you were trying to defend yourself, people are going to react the way that they're going to react. And you have to deal with that the way you're going to deal with it. It's, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter who you are. It matters what you do and what it's the, you. it's the same thing in like, in our world and our reality, you know, I think yeah. I like to think that like, like these cause this causes lots of issues in my life where people don't look at the whole picture Mm-hmm. And see, like, how things came to be that way, right? You know, yeah. like, oh, I'm punching your face. Oh, hey, because you, like, cursed me out or some shit like that. People ignore the fact that the person cursed me out. But they're going to, like, focus on the fact that I punched them. Not yeah. resolving the issue at hand, you know? So yeah. it's, like, it's weird. Like, people don't. I think this yeah. is an issue that we deal with t- today, you know, with society and communities and people. Like, they don't see things at the root problem and they escalate things real fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also want to point out, like, what you said a little bit to Christian about, um, about how people have different motivations and how we see both sides of the story. I think it just makes as a great storytelling device to see the other side, you know? It makes yeah. an interesting story. It's not boring, you know? Like, if Joel going out killing Timothy, who we never know his name was Timothy, you know, it doesn't matter to us. He's just like a lifeless body, you know? He's just a yeah. body to be fed. He's like a red shirt, I guess. Like, yeah. like now that <clears throat> we know that he had kids, like, has a kid, has this wife, um... I still say he had a fucking coming. <laughs> but <laughs> knowing, to see the end result of that, you know, to see the hurt and pain that comes with that yeah. makes well, it much it, more impactful. But, uh, there's especially, no way they can that fucker either, huh? Right, oh, God, I know. Like, as soon as, like, they, like, that scene where they were, like, eating dinner, I'm like, y'all, mm. y'all are eating your dad. Mm. Yo. So, okay, so this mm. episode... That's your up, dad. So this episode opens up on this group that we are not familiar with as they're reading the, a Bible passage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... Which already... They, red flag <laughs> for me. Red flag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, religion <laughs> in the apocalypse? Red flag. Yep, red flag. You know, I, I don't shit on people for going in on religions, but, like... You know, like, I, I feel like it's what you do with it mm-hmm. that matters, you know? And you gotta be real, religion has been used to justify some evil-ass acts. Atrocious things. And, uh, please and consult see, your, lo- your local art history professor or history professor, and they'll give you a lot of that. Or, you know, just go outside and look at anything. Boom. And if... 
you hear us say that and your first reaction is defense and offense like just take some time to think maybe do a little soul searching google a little little religious history and maybe see tv show a different perspective watch any show about vikings and you would see like the impact it has on cultures and people oh you know um schindler's list (laughs) (laughs) anything really um so this so this opens up with like david giving a sermon a sermon whatever you call it and um this little girl is crying and he goes up to her you can see that she was like scared when he walked mm-hmm. up to her, right? Oh yeah, like, this, yeah. This, this, that has been abusive to a lot of people in that town for a long time. Yes, yes. So like, it doesn't. I love what I love about this is like it does subtle storytelling. Where like, yes. this girl fears him for some reason. Like, oh, why has he been doing hidden here? Has he been God for sake? Um, other things. Please, like, like yeah, other things. Everybody, everybody has that little level of fear for him. Like, that's like for- these people chose to follow you. I don't know about that, man. It's it's one of those things that I think again. It's like it's a subtle detail with cults because this very much is like cult like behavior. Oh, yeah. And As a obviously, child, I can concur. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say they again lull you in to that false sense of security that feeling of belonging um because most cults prey on not necessarily the weak but definitely like the downtrodden the ones that are going through some shit you know Yeah. yeah um those are the ones they they prey upon because those are the ones that desperately need something to believe in yeah um it's, isn't it a quinky dink that the word pray and pray are both, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I just think English language is stupid. <laughs> that too. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have well, so many that's, words. That's absolutely very So many verifiable. words that are similar. Dare, dare. Your, your. Like, come on. Dear, dear. Right, well, I was just trying to be poetic with it. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> what about? Oh. Um, <laughs> So after the meeting, after the whole sermon sermon thing going on, um, James pulls David aside, a familiar face that we all know. Oh, sweet, sweet James. <laughs> whoa, no, whoa. I, I mean, not sweet, far. sweet James, no, but no, like you said what you said. What you said. <laughs> you now you have to live with that. No, everyone thinks you like a fan, a fan of James. Ugh, I it's mean, that's mm-hmm. fine. Whatever. Whoa, she's doubling down on it. <laughs> Everyone, you hear this? I hear it. Oh, I'm my. just choosing not to analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying, James <laughs> had some of them Judas vibes. James had some of them Judas vibes going on. Absolutely. You think so? I think he was loyal to the end. It's like no. It's, no. He, one one he wanted to kill. He was absolutely going to kill Ellie. He was going to shoot her in the oh, fucking yeah, head. Yeah, but which he was brought, against 
his wishes and only because David well, walked up. Yeah. Well, like, he's not going to straight up betray him. He's also have, like, the slowest yeah. to eat the food. Yeah. I have a bit theory, too. Be yeah. too. He's the slowest to eat the food because he knows. Not everyone yeah. knows. No, I know not everybody knows, but like as casually as David he was even eating that. Oh, David's an evil ass motherfucker. Yeah, no, but, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I, you can tell there are cracks, and those cracks I think were forming, and eventually he probably would have become the Judas character. Like, oh, absolutely. Maybe, he probably yeah, I could see, I could see that, but I have a bit theory. Okay, he's going to shoot Ellie. Because he knows what David was going to do if he got her his hands on her. Yeah, he's well. He, oh, he so you are also saying that James is nicer. Well, he kind of gave that away <laughs> too because uh, wasn't there a moment where literally when they're hunting her down, he says, "We we don't we don't have to do this. We can just let her go." That's true. Like, there was mm-hmm. a moment where he considered even letting her go. Because he would, ra- he knew that it's like it's probably going to be better for her to go die in the forest rather than us fucking eat her or whatever else David's going to do. Mm-hmm. So after that, after that scene, we move on to where Joel. No, no, no. They they talk, and he's like, "Yo, I heard some deer out there," and um, they they's like, "Okay, get your rifles. Let's go. Let's go hunting." And then we flash over to Ellie, take care of Joel. Yeah, which and... I have a quick question. So when they were talking about, you know, venison and elk mm-hmm. and that there were deer out there, do you think they were literally talking about the animals or <laughs> if that's their code for people? I think they were I think they were literally talking about animals. Just because I they... was like, I feel that was their code for people. I think oh, no. I think it was literally no, 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 just no, no, because no. they had no reason to suspect there was anybody over there. Oh, wow. I'm just saying. I'm just that's saying. A, notice I, how. I, 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 notice I how the that. only deer that was in the meat shed was the one that Ellie killed. And the horse, Ellie, and Ellie's horse, Ellie and Joel's horse. Yeah, but, like, the, but the thing is, though, like again, I, I that like they just killed. So there wasn't any other animal carcasses Mm-mm. in that, there. That makes, Just that makes sense, though. But but they was talking about like how scarce it was. That, like we haven't seen game all year, like all winter, and, and like that's and- why I think they sent them to the school because they were hunting for food. People. Yes. I think that the. That's my theory. Anyway. Like I feel. I feel. I feel like how it was put on the show is that like they weren't cannibals like for a long time, but then again they had like a few bodies out there hanging in the cold. I just think they would see. I feel I feel like they set it up that they've been cannibals for a while because of just how much he talked about how they would have to move from settlement to settlement. What, and they kept that? getting, they kept getting pushed further and further west. Because remember, he was like, we started in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but why? and then we would settle why down somewhere, that? and then raiders would come and push us further west. And I'm like, ooh, or were you like, uh, hunting, hunting people, <laughs> and killing them because that was easier for you to hunt and kill than animals? Because, like, if they're getting like, then attacked by, like, raiders, they would just, like, kill them and then repurpose their bodies for food versus going out and hunting animals. 
I think it's an act of de- desperation because there's like a few clues that clue us into it. Like for example, when it was in um, in the kitchen, and there's like a few cans, and there's like oh these are the last three ones that we have. Like it was like when it's like it's like they're getting down to the last um, bit they can use, and like when the lady when I don't know when the, when the guy brings in the meat, it's just like what the fuck is this? He's like, yeah, like where'd you get that? Hmm? Yeah, venison. Yeah, I just think I don't, I don't think it's like a thing they regularly do. I think it was like a sacrifice that David recently decided to make, and that like um, with Troy Baker's character um, being still so disgusted by it, and like that that's telling me that he he has the fortitude to go on longer without eating because it hasn't been too long without food for him. So... Oh, that's a good point. Let's see. Let's see. What else? Um, And, like, what was it? Oh, my goodness. What else was it that stood out to me, too? Um, uh, Number one, just because, obviously, from culinary <laughs> quote-unquote expertise, the fact that they didn't sear that fucking meat before they threw it into the no, stockpot. Like, that that had me going. I was like, I, I, had, I had such a problem with the fact that they threw it raw in there. I thought, uh, okay, Yo, I, thought I was being anal I about it. Too, I did too, but like, I was going to try to teach people how to cook human meat. I wasn't going to put it Yeah. You know, like, I'm not going to say, sear that human meat in so you can get a nice crust to on be it. Fair, to be fair, that lady literally didn't know that it was human meat. She should have been preparing it like it was food. See, the I'm also wondering if she's husband. suspecting because she like she was a little like hesitant. Hesitant. I was like on it. So I wonder husband. if people like at least some of the people starting to suspect because maybe she was like, Oh, we didn't have meat before until like my husband died. Yeah. I was, <laughs> oh, I was yeah, legit like the, I was like, lady, that's your husband that you're cooking right now. Yep, you are cooking that's the part, your own husband right now. That's mm-hmm. the part that like stood out to oh that's another part that stood out to me when they was like when the girl was like, When we gonna bury him? And it was like oh my God, was yeah. spraying, the ground's too hard. I was like, ground's they too hard. Gonna, they, they Where you're just like, like the ground I mean, is too hard, the fuck? Technically makes sense because the ground the ground is frozen. frozen. There's like oh, no, fucking I'm, I'm four feet of snow. The ground does freeze in winter. It gets fucking hella, hella cold, hella fucking hard. Um, So you can't dig through it at all to bury the body. So it made sense. That's why the excuse made sense. But it made you raise an eyebrow, at least to me. Like as a guy that played the game, was like, (laughs) "You eating that motherfucker?" Yeah. Also, just as uh, someone that is currently living. In Colorado, I do appreciate that, at least within the context of this episode, they make the fictional um, Colorado Eastern University, like, near um, Silver Lake, which is a real lake uh, in Colorado. Yeah. Are you, are you going to gonna go on a field trip and take pictures of the area for us? In I university? can, but I have... So one, the actual university that it's based off of is in Fort Collins, which is like probably three hours away from silver lake and i can go to silver lake but i have a feeling they didn't film at silver lake and this is some random lake in canada that they filmed at but i can still go to silver lake to be like hey (laughs) here's the resort town (laughs) go go to silver lake 
take take pictures of that, and then you go to. And then I'll um, go to Todd's Steakhouse and take a nice picture with a big old piece don't, of steak. Don't eat the meat. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat the meat. That is not Sloppy Joe's, okay? Sloppy Joe, literally. No, no. I'll I'll order some uh, Pete Stroganoff for you guys. Oh no, some Pete Stroganoff. Yeah. What, what were they eating? My friend was like, "Is that rigatoni? <laughs> rigatoni that they eat?" No, it's oh, Ronatoni. Tony from Tony. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, tell me why David had the biggest heaping of it? Because he's a cannibalist, he's a fucking cult leader. I wouldn't. He's I wouldn't, a cult leader. Not, I wouldn't call him a cult leader because. He is a cult leader, hundred percent. One hundred percent a cult leader. I was going to call him a cannibal. He, can- oh, he was so comfortable eating it. I was like, he's a cannibalist. He's been doing it as longer than everyone else in that damn town. Special. Yeah, but we can give him you so can- many labels: cannibal, pedophile, cult leader, Hard fucking pedophile. psychopath. Like, you can be a cult leader of a cult of cannibalists. Okay, okay so we found not out- mutually exclusive. So we found out a lot about David in this episode. If some yes. few clues and hints, he used to be a teacher who's now but, oh, and he Jesus and, and yeah, he was around kids. So you can like only imagine like has he done this before in the in the world before it crumbled? You know, did he, he like he was a horrible person and then he found God and then like he was like and he was like I have his God He's happens like, to be fungus fun. so. Yeah, he said, I have a violent heart, too. It's like... Let's, ooh, yeah, let's, not, let's not recite... Let's not, let's not recite his cringy-ass shit. Like, that... that I, I, I got up and clapped when... If we're gonna jump ahead, I was... No, 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 we're not jumping ahead. No, we're not jumping ahead okay. that far. Okay, no. I'm just... Ugh, ugh, this is, I'm, but, I'm so glad. Like, one... Okay. Nolan North... This him and this this dude and Nolan North like sold it as this character. Like, yeah, I'm just like Jesus fucking Christ. What they? I'm gonna talk. Yeah. What the? What was? I forgot. This show fucked me up so bad. I forgot the creator of the fucking game. Neil Druckmann. Yeah, I Neil, wanna, Druckmann. Neil Druckmann, bro. Where did your mind go creating this motherfucker? Well, that's the thing. Like his mind didn't have to go very far. Yeah, these are real life people. These, this is, this is absolutely like real life villainy, and that's what's so terrifying about it. It's within It's not reasonable, but it's like it's within the realm of possibility of what a real person is capable of. Capable. Literally, all you have to do is look at any fucking cult leader, and it's David. Not only that, no, like, it, the thing is about it, it that what makes David so scary, he's so subversive, right? He yes. was able to hide his maliciousness, his violence, and, like, mm-hmm. his na- true nature until, like, the world, like, um, the world crumbled. And he's like, now I was able to be my true self, you know? Like, he- I, yeah, genuinely would not have been surprised if he was like a fucking serial killer pre yes. outbreak day. Yes. Yes. And that would make some scariest thing because there's David's amongst us. There's yeah. David's every day. There's like, oh like this person's harming kids or like this type of person is around kids, you know? So yeah. 
it's very that's what makes him scary because there's real life Davis right now in our world. So yeah. Yeah. So we we continue the story where Ellie um you know is with Joel is just like, okay, I'm going to she feeds the horse um snow and she sets out to hunt some animals. Um she finds a deer well, she finds a bunny, but the bunny runs off. I love how um, in the game, we, she when she finds the bunny, she kills the bunny first. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then she, like, goes for the deer. Like, and, rip um, to that one. Oh, my God. What was that one fucking Twitch streamer? That was like, oh, my God, that's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And, and then, like, yeah. cries when it died. Like, ugh. Ugh. And Beautiful. So- I feel like Neil Druckmann did the like. I'm surprised he didn't be like dedicated to, which the bunny survives. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so, go ahead. So, Sorry. <laughs> so the <laughs> so surprise the reason that didn't happen is because they didn't give Ellie a bow and arrow in the show. Yeah, mm, like mm-hmm. I, I think I think that's like a good um, change because I wouldn't find it believable for her to pick up a bow and arrow. Yeah, I mean, it's really... Like, that it's, was very video gamey. yeah. It's video game logic to be like, I'm carrying six weapons. hmm Yeah. And, like, a bow and arrow, you know, like, um, where did she get that from? You know, but, like, we know where she got the rifle from. And, like, yeah. how did she learn how to shoot, you know? Like yeah. That. So, um, she shot the deer. The deer runs off. And we both, like, as Ellie's like, what the fuck? How you, how that thing's still alive? You know, and chases after it, and um, they um, then we switch to David and James's perspective, and they find a deer, and um, Ellie comes up on them, like, <laughs> and orders them to step away from the deer. Um, yeah, which I love that it was like it. the reverse of the game, because in the game she finds the deer first, and they come upon her. Mm. How did so she get the is... one up on them in the game? Well, she, like, they came around the corner, but, like, she turned around, she still had her bow and arrow out, and so they had just come up upon her to be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> and she's oh, yeah. like, get the fuck out! <laughs> oh, yeah, so I just love how they keep, like, certain dialogue in the game, or from the mm-hmm. game, like, calling James Buddy Boy. Like, that's his yeah. name, Buddy Boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want to use that more. I want that to be normalized. Call people Buddy Boy. Right? So... <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you were to start calling people buddy boy, you get in a lot more fights. Hey, I, I have hands. I have, I have hands. No more lies call people buddy boy if you can fight. Or you can say it in a daring way. Come on, you can buddy. say don't, anything if you can fight, apparently. Just remember, don't no. be that frustrated cannibal. Oh, those, don't those hands. Your hands. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Let's see. Buddy Boy. So, Buddy Boy goes, runs off, and gets Can we just the, call um, him Buddy Boy Baker? Buddy Boy Baker. Yes. No. <laughs> and while watching this, though, um, I was watching it with my friends who haven't played the game. I just love showing them that I met these people in real life. I'm like, yo. <laughs> show them my phone. Oh, like, yo, I met this person. So, show them a picture of me and them. <laughs> you have to now relabel those pictures, Buddy Boy Baker. Buddy Boy Baker. I'll post it in the chat after we're done. <laughs> but um me so Buddy Boy Baker runs off to get medicine. They made a deal to um 
trade half the deer for medicine. And so at this point, they go into side a, um, I guess, covering and talk it out, talk for a bit. At this point in the game right now, though, you're running from affected and Ellie gains the trust. No, David gains Ellie's trust because they save each other's life from the affected. So Ellie is more trusting towards them. But like um, they had like a genuine conversation about religion and life. Yeah. Where um, Ellie let down, lets down her guard a little bit, but still is on edge. Mm-hmm. Are you about to say something, Bedina? No, I was just yeah, because I was like, ah, oh, this is like one of the parts where I'm like, okay, it was done better in the game, but obviously because of the game, you have like More the game mechanics you can do of like, oh shit, hordes of clickers, OMG. Um, mm-hmm. But like the game definitely like sets you up to be like. Not as um, suspicious, distrusting, yeah, of of this character. So you're like, yeah. oh, he he genuinely seems kind of like a pretty cool dude. Um, yeah. And so yeah, yeah when that cool. little sentence of like, yeah, and he was traveling with a little girl, you're like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. So like, I I and the director's thing, you know, the behind the scenes after this, they like David. We he was um we want him to be seen seen as kind and blah 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 at the beginning. I'm like we were suspicious of the man from the beginning. From the jump. Yeah, and that's like why people... like I oh, really want to talk to somebody who has no concept of the game, no, no. so I can be like, how? No, no. people people that I was with, mm-hmm. um, they guessed it from the previous episode. It was like, oh shit, he's bad, and he was with the group. Um, that attacked him at the university. They like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, right. yeah, like, and, um, and they was like, yo, there's something off about this guy. Like, they didn't trust him out from the get go. So, yeah. I felt like they didn't fool us enough for us to believe that he was a good guy. And you know? I can't help but feel like that's something like that's sort of societally shifted. Um, because, like, you know, so many dudes are like, man, like girls don't want to be with nice guys and it's like because there's not really any nice guys like the quote-unquote nice guys are dicks who are just pretending to be nice if you have to call yourself hey if it that is one of the biggest red flags i've ever seen in my life where if someone says hey i'm nice that person is not nice Mm -hmm. you never have to tell anyone you're nice people tell other people you're nice if you are Mm mm-hmm and so, yeah, I think, like, this whole trope of just, like, genuine nice guy or whatever, you're just like, yeah, I don't trust it. You're Which like, is I'm why, like, man. you're just like, yeah, I don't I don't trust this fucking dude. One, so, he's a white man. Immediate red flag. Just kidding. But not so really. The only thing that we can lean on that he was a nice person was when Buddy Boy sneaks up behind Ellie. With mm-hmm. these guns drawn where you could have like flat out shot her, you know. But it, but he's like, Yo, put the gun down, James. Yeah, <laughs> put, the, put the gun down, James. I think and that like, is, um, I think that is okay. supposed to be the equivalent like sawmill moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. he's me. Let, me, let me hear him out. Like, yes. still gave gave her the medicine. And James is, like, dumbfounded by, like, why you want this girl to, like, live or why you want me to be this vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that makes you think, like, hmm, yep. hmm, why does he want her alive? Yeah. But anyways, um, 
Buddy boy. <laughs> Which question? Yeah. Now, why do you think we're just going to talk about the show? Like, I guess we can go into the video game if you want. Why do you think he let Ellie go to give the medicine to Joel? So they could track him and kill him, right? Now, do you think they wanted to track him and kill him, or do you think they genuinely wanted her to give him the medicine? Because why would you want to eat spoiled meat? Ooh. Ooh. Very interesting. I think that makes sense. I think that makes right? sense. Right? That does make sense. That big theory is on point. That does make sense. But I'm just saying. Couple, I will give it a couple of weeks, though, before I eat that meat. You know, let, let him, like, you know, leave him alive for a bit. You know, let Very him. modern rancher. <laughs> so, so yeah, that it makes sounds sense. familiar. <laughs> that no, that but legit. Was... That sorry, sorry to interrupt. Right, that reference yeah. you just made, Benny. I forgot what TV show that I I watched. That person literally said, "Why do we want to eat spoiled meat?" And I was like, "What?" And they looked at the they looked at the person that they was Last of Us game, Walking Dead, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. There we go. Holy shit. Oh my god. Humans. Oh, do they say that I quit The Walking Dead and like I think it was season four because I was like, why is the governor still alive? Like, oh my god, me too. It, it was, yeah. uh, so, I don't think it was the show, it was the game. It was the game. Oh, oh, okay. oh the, the Telltale game? Yeah, the, the Telltale second game. One? The first the one. That was, that was disgusting. Yeah. It was the first the game first because um, Kel- Clementine was just killing it and then they come, they finally come out and they was like, stop me! <laughs> the meat is people. <laughs> oh my god! I remember, I remember that game. Oh my I god! That. Thank you for triggering. Thank you for triggering that memory, Benny. Jesus. You know but, you're welcome. As unintentional as it was. But, oh my god! Yeah, Ellie. Ellie rushes back with the medicine and injects him with the penicillin. And I was with some medical professionals while watching that, and it was like. Mm. I want to inject it there. I would inject it in his um, veins. And, I was wondering, yeah. Um, I was like, isn't that the like, intravenous? Like, because like, I feel like that's the way it gets faster through your system, right? Yeah, yeah but also Ellie doesn't know that. Right. <laughs> yeah, but like... But then also yeah. I was like, how much penicillin do you need to give him? Like... And, and like he went to... And she went to federal school. I think they would have taught her basic, you know, um, health stuff. But, like, anyways, like, I wonder how much time has passed. Like, was it a day? Was it two days? Was it a week? It had to because be. How, how much? I honestly think it was only a day. Yeah, okay. But because, like, Joe recovered way too fast from that. Way too fast. He, was, he didn't recover completely. I, I know. Because like, he was still limping at the end, so I think it was definitely, like, Hollywood fuckery. Um, yeah, a little bit. Fuckery to say that he would get up and be able to do all of that strenuous movement without re-tearing it's, open whatever has just yeah. been there. It's, it's like, like I, I love it. I love the decision they've been making to de-gamify it, but that was a gaming moment. That oh, was yeah. To make. Yes. Yes. So I, I don't think there was a way around it to be but, frank with y'all. Also, we can tell from the guy that Joel killed. Um, dental hygiene is not a high priority for cannibals. 
Oh yeah. Mm. Except yeah. for De- or David, maybe a couple of them. I don't know. David and Buddy Boy looked pretty good. Is that maybe because they themselves were having doubts and not eating as much of the meat as possible? What? Did they brush their teeth? No, the <laughs> fact that they have better teeth because they're not eating that stuff. Or do they get That's access the to like whatever like toothpaste stuff they can a, find? I'm not a like dental hygienist or like human meat eating specialist, but <laughs> I don't think that would cause your teeth to rot even even more than other stuff. I don't know. Sounds you... like you know from experience, eh? <laughs> hey man, I eat I eat certain things, but like <laughs> the, only, the only the only eat the only kind of like human meat I eat is booty. Okay. Yo, we did not even know that. Yo, get, yo, block this person, kick this... them off their band. <laughs> headline. Oh God. That is a headline, folks. Headline. So, Christian, what yeah. you're saying is you could eat a peach for hours. Oh, yeah, I've I've made that <laughs> reference before. Dog, poop comes out of there. <laughs> Anyways, the poop eating monster. <laughs> the, the, um, I said okay, I eat on what? Not that, okay? Back on track. Standards. Back on track. Okay. Um, I like to make sure my plate is clean before I put food on so, it. So, okay. so um, Ellie's been healing Joel up and with the penicillin. She goes outside. I forget what makes her go outside. I think she's checking on the horse. And she sees this like um these these birds being disturbed, mm-hmm. and that makes her ch- go over the block over and check what's going on. And David and her crew has f- found her, and she rushes back. She gives Joel the knife and be like, "Yo, Joel, wake your bitch ass up!" Slaps <laughs> up. I fucking like- loved that. Which also okay, so I loved that, and then I also loved the fucking heartbreaking thing where she's like. After she gave him the penicillin that first time, she just curls up with him, and then he just puts his head against hers. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> a very important question because I'm sure a good chunk of us have experienced what it's like to be, you know, out of it because of a medical thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think in that moment it was a re- it was him like dreaming that it was his daughter, or him understanding that it's Ellie? It's definitely him understanding that was Ellie. Yeah. I think it was him understanding called, it was Ellie. Because, yeah. because what he calls her at the end. Yeah. Confirms it. And plus, I think they would do some camera magic to make us see it from Joe's perspective that it was his daughter, just like how they did it at um, Wyoming at that um, camp. Not yeah. the camp, yeah. but at the, at the town where he's like, oh, that's my daughter. Oh, Bro, man, she's dead. And the second... The second Joel is conscious enough to contemplate, she's not there. Mm-hmm. And, Fucking and Papa Farrell comes out. We get full dark Joel. And so, and so, like Ellie comes down to Joel, was like, "Yo, wake up! They coming to kill you. I want to try my best to lure them away, but yeah. if someone else Which... comes down, that's not me." Also, yeah. props to her for like moving the cabinet to try and hide the basement door. Yeah, she like did a, she did a good job at like not just letting it be obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And the thing that like gets me is like, wh- do you think they would have ever found them if Ellie did not go out to distract them? Because I yeah. felt like they was heading oh, yeah. in the wrong direction in the pack. It wasn't sure that uh, they was going to find them. 
Well, eventually she like, started kicking in doors. Yeah. I feel like the that town was like small enough that it wouldn't have taken them too long to discover them and there's not really that many like hiding places they could have gone. It was to, just like you know? it was going the opposite direction and it was all in a pack, but after they found her, there was like split up, kicked down the doors. Because I, like, I feel like they were just passing through. What's up? I think that if they were both mobile, they would have been able to do it. But the fact that Joel can't move is an issue. Yeah. 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 Because, like, uh, yeah, she I, still would have had to, like, bring up the mattress to drag him out again. Because, like, how is she going to be able to make sure he gets up on the horse after her if he is oh, unconscious? No, no, I'm not saying both. I'm not saying both of them. Not at all. I'm saying like, what I'm it, saying is that those people, if she, like, stayed where she was at and allowed those people or, like, to bar them. To see if they start kicking down doors or just passing through, but I feel like she oh. erratically by like doing that prematurely because they all were in the pack moving gotcha. out towards the you know they wasn't in going in the direction they was going the wrong yeah. direction. So they, look, I, they were the head out of town. So I still think like I feel like that town was sort of almost like um not quite like a loop de loop, but you know like still like a very like yeah like circular type town so i definitely think um like they would have eventually gone like door to door i think we were just seeing them first walk up and so like she just quickly was like yeah what's shit and to be Protect fair Joel. When, she, when she surprised them she was leading them directly away from the house and they were walking mm -hmm. in that direction which again ripped Rip to that horse because I was really hoping the horse would have survived. I know Wait. it didn't survive the game, but I was like, "Can you make a change so that the horses Wait. aren't injured?" Please. I thought they. I thought they were went in the direction, the opposite direction of the house. That Ellie came from the direction of the house because no, it was Ellie, walking the other way. It was walking Ellie, the other way. Ellie, Ellie looped kind of around came. the house while they were walking that way. Yeah. Oh, she did. She okay. Yeah, like, um, they were already walking towards the house, but she made it out before they noticed her, so she wrapped around behind them while they were walking there, then got her their attention and immediately started going the opposite direction away from the house. I feel you. I feel you. Um, okay, Benina, since you care so much about these damn horses, <laughs> what was that horse's name? I knew you were going to ask me that, and I was like, <laughs> fuck, I remembered it. Um, you got 10 seconds. And then I fucking forgot it hey, because Shimmer was Shimmer. like the best girl in hey, Last of Us 2. Yeah, Shimmer is the best. Oh, Shimmer, no. <sighs> um, Why do you have to open up that? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But you stopped the time. Was it something with the sea? Why did you hurt, open, reopen that callus on my heart for Shimmer? I'm so sorry. Okay, I'm I so gave sorry. it away. The, the horse's name was Callus, damn it. Hey. Was something with a C. Okay. You have to take the L on this. I will. It's fine. <laughs> Christian, go and destroy Benita. Got you. <laughs> you oh, just, okay. you were just, you were just a flip flopper on who who should destroy who, man. You just, just stick. To I one. think they stick to one. Uh, they both they both need to be destroyed at times. I'm sorry. All right. So what that means is Benny. You and I, we get on opposing flights and we joust in the air halfway between California and Colorado. Or, okay, I'm or, good with that. 
or we'll do this. I'll, go, oh, I'll, can I'll, we do it? Can we actually do it as like a mushroom fight? We're just throwing mushrooms at each other. Absolutely, we can do that. But we still need okay. to do it in the in the air outside of the windows of planes. Or this okay. version of the destroyed. I'll set up a table like a bistro. Give you both some uh, strawberry wine with some frozen strawberries <laughs> in it, and you both get destroyed. That way. <laughs> Are you trying to destroy our livers? Yes. Or our self-esteem? <laughs> sounds so good. Um, did y'all hear, side note, um, did y'all hear about that town, um, a town in Tennessee being overrun by fungus because of the whiskey brewing? <gasps> oh my god, yeah, because of fucking Jack Daniels? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And pe- it's like getting everywhere and people are pissed. And yep. Trying to sue them, yeah. And Reason like, oh, number 1,286,000. 394 that corporations don't give a fuck about yeah. people and, that is true. And that or fun, the planet. And that the, and that the fungus is heat resistant too? Like, oh, oh. But not, anyway. Not everything's uh, going to be the yeah. last of us. I, I'm not, I know it's not going to be like the last of us, but it's like when I was reading the story, I rolled my eyes about it because like yeah, some, people, some people were playing it like, oh, the last of us is happening in real life. I'm like, okay, this is, this is different. I mean, I like, think it's like we might have a toxic Avenger coming from Ohio. That is more likely. So, I just think it's tangentially related because it deals with fungus, but yeah. it's nowhere yeah. near the type of fungus that cordyceps are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, um, people, there are different types of fungus and mushrooms. Get that right. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, they shoot callus. Well, Buddy Boy shoots callus. And is about to kill Ellie um, cold-bloodedly, maybe to spare her, from um, David. from David, yes. From David. I think he, I don't know if y'all agree with this, but I think he was doing it to spare her from David's um, torture and, like, Honestly, horror. I think and so, like, too. I think so, too. Because you kind of know what he's going to do. And, like, and like you get the sense, like y'all mentioned earlier, the sense between David and um, Buddy Boy's relationship is kind of strained mm-hmm. because he keeps questioning him. And like I feel like um, you know how he feels when people question him. And like yeah. David's like, "What if it's like no, no, no?" Buddy Boy's like, "What if it's God's will that she dies?" And, da- and David turns around and like, well, he was like so pissed. Which so, was but- such like an interesting callback to. Um, what Kathleen said in episode five. Kids die. Did you not think that oh. that was like was supposed to be the will? Oh. Like, because she said, mm. can't remember if she said God's will or if it was something like like How that's part of the be. plan. Yeah, but I was just like, yeah. oh, hey, oh no, another. That, no, I, I even thought that it was supposed to be. Is yeah. what she said. I think. There, okay. Mm, so but, yeah. Let's see. Why am I okay? So. I'm gonna just shoot um, Callus and bring Ellie in. Two people are dragging the horse, and he sent like the other two men to go track down Joel. Um, so brings Ellie back to their main place, and Joel wakens. So you see the two guys are searching. They find the bookcase, and he pushes it aside, and he comes down the steps, and we see that Joel's bed is empty. Thank the gods. And as soon as we notice that the bed is empty, Joel comes up behind the guy and stabs him. And, right um, back of the throat, might I add. Oh, 
Yeah. And he was still and he was still alive? Like damn. Yeah, he was still alive. You can I'm survive so... through that, but your carotid artery is gonna be bleeding out and you'll be out yeah. within thirty seconds. And so he drops his body out to be seen by his friend. And his friend gets drawn by it and he knocks his friend out. And um it then begins the ultimate torture scene where Dark Joe arrived. Like it's like it's almost one to one to the video game at this point where he tortures, he beats the shit out of his friend, and he's like, "Stop hitting him!" And Joe, um, like, stabs him in the knee. <laughs> Says he's gonna pop up his kneecap. Oh, oh like, my God. He's just like, Pedro Pascal just doing he's that. The body like, man, Joel, he's the body oh. man, Joel. And like, he's like, "Focus, look at me." And like, the fact that they showed the knife in his knee. Oh yeah. Too, like the game didn't do that. It's it just like let leave it up to your imagination what was going on down there. But him showing me that and like, ooh, I was like so disgusted by it. I. Because I. I mm-hmm. Continue, sorry. Oh no, 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 sorry. I was just, I was just gonna say that like I'm the kind of person that when I when I watch stuff like that, I don't get like squeamish of like, oh, I can't see, but I do feel like visceral you know what yeah I mean? where it's like if you see someone get stabbed in the, ne- in the neck all of a sudden i need to cover my neck or whatever and i i like i've had my kneecap pop out before and when i saw him Me do that i specifically saw him pulling the knife backwards i was like oh my fucking god any, like, yeah. it's literally like, anytime you imagine yeah. the hard metal from behind your kneecap oh. it's just like ugh. Anytime I see, yeah, anything with the knees or if, like, someone has, like, a particularly, like, horrible break. Like, I still remember that scene in fucking Birds of Prey where Harley Quinn, like, jumps on the dude's legs in between the table. Like, what? what, Oh, yeah. So, so I had my knee popped out of place. It was the worst pain I experienced in my life. So, like, (gasps) it's visceral. Welcome to my world for the last 21 years. years, And to have... Excuse right. me. What you say? I said, "Welcome what? to my world for the last twenty-one years." No, for real. Dez out of all of us knows the most on that one. So, so yeah. So you could. So you know, um, Desmond. So like, um, so you can relate to our pain, or we can relate to your pain on this. That like, um, oh yeah, I looked away when the knife. Like, it was when, so. When, I didn't need to hear it. I just saw when as soon as I knew the knife was going down, I was like, I know where this is going. I am closing my eyes. Like, it's that thing where, you know, your brain, you're like, I know this isn't real, but they do such a good job of making it look real Mm -hmm. that you're just like, no. And it took me by surprise, too, though, like how the game just like cuts away from his leg so you don't see it. So I was expecting the TV show to do the same, but it was like, no, we're going to show you everything Ah, this time. See the gore. They flip it. So, like, they don't show that because I think when they do it in the game, it's, like, from sort of behind the guy's shoulder. So you just see Joel, like, fucking oh, stab it on down. Um, you, you but see the in the on. game, in the game, they show you when Joel fucking beams that dude in the head with the lead pipe. Yeah. Um, and so- in this one, like... They, I think it's worse that they film it almost like it's from the dude's perspective because you're on the level of the dude that is about to get hit with that um, fucking lead pipe. And when Pedro Pascal is like, no, it's okay, I believe him, you're like, oh, so, 
so okay, so when Pedro tortured the guy, he puts a knife in his mouth to have him point to a location. Yo, that mm-hmm. was he kills the. Oh, continue. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I feel like I keep interrupting you. I'm literally just. Uh, I'm literally just trying to say that like that shit was both badass, but not in a good way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, you know what? That's that's style where you need it, and that's fear where you need it. But this is not anything to envy. Right? Yeah. Because like, then, especially like... like he grips the back of his head, so I'm just like, there is a bunch of confused people probably right now where they're like, am I attracted to this? But no, am I? Oh no, no. there is absolutely a good amount of people who are not confused who are absolutely attracted to it. Me being one of them. Got it. So. <laughs> So Joe puts And you're like, mm, daddy, you can stuff anything, anything in my mouth. Swear yeah. to God. I know, right? Let's not okay. get Okay, okay. We're, we're gonna weird out weird out So Joe puts the knife. Alright, if you couldn't in... tell, I have had tequila tonight. Oh, is that what it is? It's the tequila and the Pedro. Very good. Very good. <gasps> I should just call this a Pedro Paloma. Wait, wait. You're telling me that, that you're going to have a mezcal and pescal night? <gasps> Son of a bitch! <laughs> you're not okay. having mezcal with pascal? What the fuck? <laughs> I went with Palo- like a Pedro Paloma. Thank you. Okay, okay. So, but okay, so... mezcal, pescal sounds fucking good too. God damn it. Next time. You were saying Sorry, so, we've, de- we've, we've derailed the conversation. I do apologize. So, Joel takes the knife and puts it in the guy's mouth. <laughs> mm-hmm. How, that's like how the this is. I'm like, do we need to describe this anymore? <laughs> oh, what's up? Let's stop describing no, this. <laughs> Just move on. Just I know you can barely hear me. Just move yes, on. understand. We understand he put the thing in his mouth. I said knife, not the thing. Yeah, a knife is a thing. Oh my gosh. We gotta keep going. He points he points to the the resort town on the map, since yeah. it's not a real town, it's a resort town. Yep. And I want the point I was trying to get to was <laughs> that they changed the point where Joe kills the guy. He Joe ends up stabbing the guy. And looking like and having the guy um, look at him as he stabbed him, instead of choking him slowly as the guy watched, I thought it was much better for yeah. him to choke out the guy in the game, you know. So it's like it's more hor- horrific and much slower than stabbing him. And mm-hmm. so, so I didn't, I didn't necessarily like that change, but it's not a big change, big change that I'd hate. But like Joe was more callous when he like choked that guy out instead of stabbing him. Can I pause yeah. it? Maybe a reason that I could see why they changed that, at least, at mm-hmm. least theory. Mm-hmm. When it's a video game medium, you're trying to do things that illustrate th- that illustrate you pl- experiencing the things through the perspective of the character. And if they're really trying to illustrate the point, like in the video game, that Joel is a horrible person, they make the player do the horrible act. But in a TV show. It's a different thing to watch someone choke someone out over like 30, 45 seconds. Yeah. Stabbing them. Because 30, 45 seconds of choking someone out on screen in video live action is one of those things where it's just like, yes, you can do it. But depending on very much depending on the tone on how you do it, it very quickly can just be a snuff film. 
Because especially, like, within the context of the game, we had sort of become desensitized by that point to Joel choking people out. Because if you do the stealth move, um, that's sort of of the go-to move if you're trying to be quiet, is you fucking, like, choke them out and break their neck. Um, But the thing is, though, we've seen Joel choke choke someone out before. And, and like... I, in the game too, at that point you don't control Joel. You watch it right happen. Yeah, that's so true. I don't think it needs to be like a long drawn out moment. But like the thing is that it lingers a little bit, you know, for that guy to watch him like choke out that guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, so I think it's something they can pull off um, tastefully. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I, I yeah. just, I'm just saying like I would have preferred that, but like I'm okay you're with them wrong. doing that because they got the point across still. And um, or just imagine like how like even more terrifying it would have been how Joel be like okay thank you and then as he's walking forward he then just like jabs the knife into like his shoulder neck area so he slowly bleeds out there and just like leaves the knife there as he goes to talk to the other guy like this is um, this is just us confessing to how we would plan murder. Also, I like to. I was gonna say. I was gonna think. I was assuming that cho- Joel choking. Why it was taking so long? Joel said he's getting older. It's probably taking him longer. If he was younger, he probably would have choked him out quicker and snapped his neck. He's it, yeah. So I, I assume that why it was taking so the long. The man, the, the man was tired. Yeah, oh. he's tired. Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So. Okay, after this, I think at this point, we know that Joel set out to find Ellie. Yeah, and I think we flash... jump back to Ellie, right? Yeah, we jump back to Ellie, and Wait, we see that know. she's locked up in the cage with David. Not with David, but David's um, outside of it watching her. And I don't know. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. We, I I think we skipped she... the scene. We skipped the scene where they, before they tracked Ellie down, that they brought the deer. Oh yes, and like it was like so such bad timing because oh, they just God. Like, start eating and like people like I felt like the people question like yo, where did you try, where are we eating if y'all just brought that deer just now? right? I thought this was venison. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like I felt like that scene was awkward. Yeah, that what? scene was it was. I want to say beautifully awkward because it was done in such a way to again. Because, like, not that we have the knowledge yet, but the the audience is definitely suspecting things. And the fact that they just pull in this deer when they should already have venison. You're like, um. Yeah. Yes. So it's just, again, ramping up that tension for the and audience. It, and oh. the thing is, too, their behavior about it is like they're, um, it was kind of like a celebratory thing, right? They brought in the deer, but trying to make a whole show of it. Hey, guys, mm-hmm. we provided y'all this food. Y'all can eat now, kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. They look around like, oh, shit. Fucking dead silence. We, we should have brought this around. <laughs> yeah. Like. You know? And then I love the misdirection of just being like, well, you may all have heard rumors. Yes, we found the guy that killed this other guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, pivot. Pivot. This is obviously why you guys are 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 quiet and and all looking at me like that, right? Yes. Speak up about it. And just like 
again, like just leaning into the the cult vibes because I was wondering if they're like all seated, like sitting there silent, not eating because they can't eat unless David's there, unless he eats first or he gives them permission to eat. Yes. And then of course, like the daughter who I don't even, did they even give her a name? I don't think they did. Um, I don't, but I, I don't think they did. Yeah. Um they didn't give her a name, they said it like once. Yeah. So they like obviously again it's it's that grief we can understand where she's like, You let them go. They killed my dad and you let them go. Um, so she's got the grief and the anger sort of just boiling up and she lashes out. And so then David just fucking walks over <laughs> backhands the shit out of her just... almost, as he was walking Omer over I almost could have pictured him just being like throwing out his hand and then fucking uh, buddy boy coming over with some talcum powder just so that way he could fucking <laughs> so, so if y'all can't see we, Christian is reenacting the slap well, yes <laughs> and then it's oh. it's and like a... apparently like earlier in this episode, we get to see David walk up to her, right? Mm-hmm. She was scared of him, and yeah. this time he walks up, like and he like treated her with kindness or whatnot. And this time, we could see why she was scared. Yeah, yeah, yo. And then, like, and then immediately after, does that absolute fucking not only cult leader thing. But just anybody in any form of like cycle of abuse, abusive like, dickbag, and then here, let me take care of you. Yes. Why did you make me do that to you? And then I swear to God, like when he was like, like it flashed in my mind. I know obviously they did it better than this, but I was just like, I flashed to that scene in that fucking Tom Hanks pirate movie where he's like, "Look at me, look at me, I'm, I'm the, the captain, captain now." now. He's like, "Look at me, look at me." <laughs> I'm the me. father now. I'm your yeah. father. You yeah. are I'm your like, father. I had a father. And so, like, he refers to himself as a father, too. And I think he's going to, like, if he was left onto his old devices, mm-hmm. I think he would have meant that literally. Yeah. He would have meant that, like, in, literally, but, like, in a way that, like, um, he would have had, like, child brides. Oh like my god, that. yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's where, that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. Like, like, Fucking I one step away from Mormonism here. Like, the second, the second that he hit her and then, like, like, just went to eating and stuff right there, that's immediately where the red flag in my brain went off, where I was like, yeah. dude, this dude was a teacher and quote-unquote a pastor and a cult leader. Like, there's no way that this dude does not have the pr- that kind of sick privilege. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And then later confirmed later, yeah. And just, that's, like, this whole scene is just so good to showcase, again, how he reasserts control and reasserts dominance. So, like, Mm -hmm. not only just for, like, all of the people who are still very much, like, cowed by him, but even for Peter, where he's just like, yeah. And, and And another thing that surprised me, too, that was, like, a twist was, like, Oh shit! I thought they was talking about God. They was talking about the quarter steps being a fucking god. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. goodness, yeah. when that dropped on me. I was like, of course. So it's yep. like, oh my gosh, that they like look at the cordyceps as their god is like, didn't so. We, didn't we get a hint of this in Last of Us 2 with that other cult um, cult group? No. Um, no, they didn't worship cordyceps no, as the it, god. There, it was a, a cult type thing for sure, but yeah, it wasn't for cordyceps. Okay. Yeah. The scars didn't fuck with cordyceps like that. There are people that may be listening that don't know it. Yeah, scars didn't fuck with cordyceps like that. Okay. Yeah. It's been a minute. Uh, So, okay, flash flash forward to Ellie the Cage. Um, So, we have her, David, one-on-one, and David tried to convince her to be like, yo, come to our side. We got cookies and people. And, like, so he tries to feed her um, food and Ellie kicks it away. Ellie yeah, here, right? Because and, and this is this is what I love. That was the difference between the game. Because in the game, she eats the food because she still believes that even after she saw chopped up body parts, he's like, "Yeah, it's dear." She's like, "Okay, cool." Like, girl, girl, Oof. do not trust that. Why are you still trusting this man? And so, at least in the TV show, I love that she's like. Fuck you! No! I love, I love her yeah. attitude the whole time. Like, fuck you. She never relents or, like, begs or try to read Right? Like, like, oh. And, like, so, oh. she... I just love... I know that scene was coming where you put his hand there. Uh, but, and, like, um, he put his hand over hers. I was like, oh, my gosh. We could... Yeah. We could, we could have you something special. You could be... I forget... My child or something like that. He called he was, her. He he was he was like yeah he was like his equal. I think he said. Her. Did he say equal? I think he said equal, right? Yeah, yeah equal. Yeah, like, but like he was calling her something, or saying something that was like, "My child, I could teach you." And like, and this like- is again like. Again, both mediums are beautiful, wonderful masterpieces of storytelling. But I think this is where, like, the TV show makes the things that the game made uh, implicit and they make it explicit. So, like, in the game, they don't outright say that David wants to, um, you know, do that. Yeah, groom Ellie. Like, it is hinted at with the hand. Um, just like, you know, Tess and Joel's relationship is hinted at in the game versus like the TV show that makes it explicit. They make it very clearly like this is what this is. And so it just adds that little bit more to the story. It adds that little bit more of like patent danger we were already feeling. In the end of this episode to like the climax to lean towards that too, like full on falls over on top of it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like so he when he put his head over Ellie's and she's like, oh okay. And she takes his what head and breaks it breaks her finger breaks his finger oh. and Charlie goes for his keys and like he slams her face into the um gate multiple times, the cage multiple times. And uh, she backs off and he's like, "You, oh, guess what? What the others would want to do after I tell them you did this to me?" He's like, yeah. "He says her." She was like, "This, this, this line is like Ellie." He's Fucking like, "What?" 
Ellie is the name of the girl that broke your fucking finger. I was like, just oh, oh when she said, I was like, Bella, my heart. <laughs> I and love you. Motherfucker said that she could have be Ellie. Like the fact that there are still people out there that are like, she's not Ellie. I will be like, I will punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, you just see this blood all over her and just rage. Oh, just so well. Fucking queen. You see Joel out looking for her um, out in the blizzard, in the cold, and he finds like this um, storage place where he finds like her bag and like sees all these bodies that's like decapitated, um, leaving there like hanging like. Um, like meat in the freezer. That's mm-hmm. basically what we're hanging there for. He's like, oh shit, <laughs> I gotta keep going. And so we go back to Ellie where like David and um, Buddy Boy comes in. Um, it's like, okay, you had your chance and was going to kill her. And she's like, no, don't stop. And he's like, you had your chance. And she bites him real quick. And I, I don't think this was like a four, um, a um, thing she premeditated to do. Yeah. But, um, but they put her on the table, and he's like, she's like, I'm affected, and now you are too. Yeah. There's and... a great moment of, like, like quit thinking on your feet, even though... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it was brilliant. She was, like, very smart for that. And, like, at that moment of uncertainty, where they was like, oh, yo, this is fucked up, and David, you boo. And she takes the, um, um, the knife and, like, fucking chops into Buddy Boy, a.k.a. Troy Baker, a.k.a. Um, original Joel. And Just like Joel did. She went for the neck. <laughs> and, this, and so, um, she runs out, David shoots her. Does, he shot, shoots at her. He shoots, he at, shoots her. at her, yeah. He doesn't yeah. hit her. I, I guess, like, he shoots at her, and, like, I guess he runs out of bullets. Apparently, or something like that. Um, I mean, those and, things are primo in an apocalypse. Yeah, so it's like, they're... probably don't already have a full magazine, anyways. Mm. And then on top of that, like with the adrenaline and all that happening, and your finger broken, it's like people are gonna say, "Oh my god, how the hell did Ellie not get shot?" I'll be like, honestly, there was a good chance. So yeah. there was like a diner. So they she runs into the diner where they all had the ceremonies and like um, dinner at. And um, she hides and ha- has this um, a flame stick and throws it at David and she misses. And this sets the scene where it's just like the video game where it's like the boss battle where she's like hiding from David. David's looking for her. It's like, Ellie, <laughs> Ellie, I changed my mind. I want I want to make you um, something like that. I- I'll-, I'll teach you. And he was like saying all this creepy stuff. It's like, yeah. I could change you and, like... Mm-hmm. All the creeper so, stuff. All the creeper stuff. All the, all the creeper yeah. stuff. And so, and she goes... Like, Ellie wasn't smart when she did this, too. She, like, choreographed her... Um, telegraphed, I'm sorry. Telegraphed her attack by yelling before... Yo, attacking. I thought the same thing. I was like, don't yell, just yeah. yell. Oh, my God. Which, uh, again, it's, like, a good little callback little bit to like the game because remember how annoying that fucking level was like any fucking 
noise you made, he'd be like, hello! And you'd have to be like, fuck, run, 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 run! Because there's, like, broken plates and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, stuff around, so you can, like, you try to sneak up behind him, but, like, you see a plate there, you're like, oh, shit. Yep, you're like, oh, fuck, can't do that. And then he starts, like, running faster, and, like, pulls out his machete when he's like, okay, it's serious time. Yeah. And then he starts creeping around, so you can't even, like, track him, and you're like, yeah so that was like very scary hard boss fight but um ellie gets jump on him and he gets on top of ellie and he's like oh don't you know them fighting back is my favorite part of that one i'll be honest fuck Um, what's up just fuck i just i'm just saying i don't mm. think we need a a line by line on that one well like i i think it's important to point out what he intended to do yeah but like he like i'm not gonna say line my line but like he reaches down like towards like his pants and his belt Mm -hmm. so he can assume what he was going to do yeah and so that would makes it more um horrifying it's more horrifying makes it way more real and way more horrifying because like this place is burning down around them and he doesn't care. It, this yeah. is how. This is how. I, I just want to say. This is how you depict sexual violence without depicting it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of shows are actually show the act being done and all this stuff. I'm glad like, they didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I, it just needs to be hinted at. Like it could be as subtle as that. It doesn't need that. We don't need to see the whole thing play out. So you. So Ellie take. They get this Ellie like grabs the giant knife and like slams it into David and starts stabbing him over and over and over and over again. And like a line that I like was that like that Neil Druckmann said for the um for the video game um when it first released was that like she was taking her rage out all on David for like Riley, for Tess, for all the stuff she went to for her mom and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Stabbing him with so much rage. And like for what he had to do for to her, and so she goes out, surviving like survive, bloodied up. And uh, it's one of those things that like I I appreciated, um, but also hated because like they sort of set it up that you're like, okay, Joel's awake, he's fucking fucking people up, he is on his way to save her, and so like especially for people who haven't played the game. Yeah, you know, it sets up. Yeah, like he's gonna come in at the last minute and save the day, and that doesn't happen. And so Ellie literally has to save herself. Herself, and that's and, amazing. And that it's so great. And then for Joel to be there at least after for the comfort, because that's just what a lot of people kind of you know so, don't realize. You're like, look. Um, might not be able to save everybody, but at least if you are there to be a comfort and a shoulder, like so the creator means said, the world. So the creator said that Ellie needed to save herself physically, yeah, and while Joe saved her emotionally, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That. Yep. Um, I thought it was more. I thought it was definitely more powerful and meaningful that like Ellie saved herself and that she didn't need. She, when wars when she, push came to shove, she was able to save herself. Like, yeah. Ellie's a capable girl, you know, she's very capable. And we get to see a hint of the Ellie we will come to know in the future. Mm-hmm. 
uh, in the type of rage that she holds. Yeah. And I just obviously love this show and love this game series so much. And again, I think the show does a better job of showcasing that the world is, especially like this world that they live in, it's not black and white. Moral, like morality is fluctuating and that it really is just all gray because they've done such a great job of showcasing again both sides of things where you're like I understand why Kathleen is so fucking pissed off but I also understand why Henry did what he did to save his brother like you understand all this stuff and then in this one villain in David they also showcase like the absolute just depravity and evilness of that, humans that is and, a good point oh my goodness because like there's no good like they they explicitly stated there is no good in this man and there never has been mm. and so they're kind of reminding people that yeah well like the fungus is bad and while the fucking clickers are bad humans are still <laughs> worse like, the biggest it's, threat. It's interesting because, like you said, like it, every villain I feel like that we encounter is because of our perspective of rooting for Joe and Ellie. Mm-hmm. But you can see them as like shades of gray and like having them like having um, self motivating factors that intersect and co- that um, cl- clashes with Joe's and Ellie's. You know, yeah. so that's why we see them as bad, but they're not necessarily bad people. You know, right? Most, um, most of them, but David, on this David hand, was bad. David, you know, was yeah, 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 David, David on the side, like I, I excluded them from David. You know, everyone mm-hmm. that we understood them. David was pure evil, and that's what made him like the biggest villain of The Last of Us. Maybe oh, he's yeah. the big. Maybe he's the biggest villain. I think he is the biggest villain of The Last of Us. Um, I think someone else is the bigger villain. I mean, we can discuss that in a <laughs> humanity non-recorded. I think the biggest <laughs> villain is time. Oh, was <laughs> everything for me. Humanity is the, the biggest villain. villain. Was the friends we made along the way? Oh, the biggest villain was those monkeys. Okay, <laughs> we we for D and D. Okay, Daz, what's your rating for the show? Um, I would give this episode a solid nine. What was that? Um, it was it show it it for me it was a bookend from the last week's episode, Left Behind. So it was like a good book. It was like it was showing Ellie's growth more. Mm. Like it was it was these two Ellie focused episodes boost even more. Um, and plus, the only reason I'm giving it one, I just really did not like David. It, the abusive parts hit home too much, seeing what my mother, what she went through. So it really hit home too much for me. Um, so I, I those, those parts, I was like, I just do not want to see this. Um, I know, yeah. I, I know I said in our group chat, I would not mind rewatching this to get my head, mind frame back into for the season finale. But I already yeah. know I'm gonna fast forward some of those scenes and just rewind her hacking the fuck out of um her turning into beef tartare at the end of the episode. And that's that's understandable. 
But um, I the, and also the reason I'm giving this and I'm breaking the five out of five all this shit rule. I was I, gonna say I seriously feel with the con with the way how this show is showing how Ellie is growing up here as opposed to just the video game. I think this is hammering home, gonna hammer in her. I want to say her anger and her rage when we finally see Ellie in a few years later for season two. Hmm. And I- for that. I can't believe we only have one more episode. Few, few right? Years? You think we're gonna not get season two in a few years? No, I. I didn't say. I'm, I'm saying like in the show's timeline in a few years. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. In the show's timeline, I think we're gonna get like it's gonna be like two, two and a half years till we get a season two. Yeah, I feel like probably 2025 is a safe bet. Hey, Which is right. such a weird. Oh, that's a weird. That's so still it's weird. weird. That, that's that's really close. That's a that's a year. That is that is an actual year. Mm-hmm. So Pedro said that they might be might film this year. So let's hey, hope. And you know, there's a real last chance. There's a real last chance. Knock on wood. Yeah, I mean that, that most of us are gonna see the 2040s, even 50s. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> just real life for a quick second. What about real life? What were you saying? No, because we were. I was just pivoting off of how Benny was like, like realizing the fact that like twenty twenty five is a year that will happen within two years, and that sounds really weird because it sounds like a future year. Yeah, but I'm just also like saying oh. that within within our lifetimes, it's very realistic that most the most of us have a good chance of making it to either. The 2030s, possibly the 2040s. Oh man, this this yeah. sounds like yeah, this it does sounds like a futuristic date that we like right? see Mar growing up in fictional in like fictional movies, sci-fi right? movies. In yeah, the year 2025. Yeah, yeah, and at some point you're gonna be alive in the year 2038. I know because uh, my favorite cartoon in the 90s, uh, besides X Men and Spider Man, was the Phantom. 2040. Mm. Uh, there's a the, yeah. 2040 is 17 yeah. years from now. So Oof, I'll okay, be 47. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like so, it's a real ass number that you will see. <laughs> okay. So Christian. Yeah. What are your thoughts and rating on this episode? I think, I think honestly, this one is a 9.5 for me. Like there's there it's very difficult for me to find any fault in this. The storytelling is intense, the the character acting, like the 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 action, the the emotion, the sadness, literally everything about it had me completely enthralled. I I only save it from a full 10 because I feel like a full 10 is only really deserving of like something that's like spectacularly special beyond just like masterfully done this Mm. in every way shape and form is masterfully done but not anything crazy like like mold breaking you know what i mean so i think 9.5 is as high as i can give i too will give it 9.5 pete stroganoffs out of 10 oh oh, get get out no no get out I am proud of myself for coming up with that stupid fucking joke, and I'm going to run no, it into I'm the goddamn really ground. Respect. I'm trying really hard to think of another, like, like food pun that can put a person's name, and I'm coming up empty. You, uh, probably, you probably put frozen eyebrows. Now, you I, have I, Jeff Wellington. I, Let's do it. Let's go. 
Jeff. So the eyeballs into your uh, rosé. And I will just jokingly say I'm only knocking half a point off because they didn't sear that meat before throwing it into the fucking soup. Like, come on. You know what? I'm not judging how people cook their human meat. I'm judging we'll how judge. people cook human meat. It's fucking raw. If there is already a guy who has cooked his own leg fajita style, and this is a real ass thing that you can look up, yes. like, a, like, like if what? he can have it made fajita style, they can fucking use those spices that they had. All they you had know, to do was like at least cook it a little bit first. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I was, I was legit. I'm trying to speed you up because I'm legit hungry, but not anymore now. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. You're welcome. You're good. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ray? Um, so for me, I gotta give a nine point seven five out of ten. It was a good. Is is Chris and Frozen for y'all? Yes. Yeah. Him? Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just me. So <laughs> I gave it nine point seven uh, out of ten. Um, it was a great story. It was a lot of um, hints and nods. It was. It didn't spoon feed us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it is poofy that's like all the information it was like um there's a lot of things hint and things that we need to look into deeper like david's character and what he did in the past and who he is as a character um i think this is good um master class in character writing mm-hmm. and um how do like give your give your audience um credit and let them um, figure things out on their own, and let them be like, like assume that the people that you're appealing to are smart and not to put it together. If yeah. they're not, if they're not, didn't reveal it towards the end like they did, you know, in this like they let they put bits and pieces, tiny little pieces, <laughs> in, in between um, to do let us piece together that they're cannibals, mm-hmm. but yeah. it wasn't on the nose, or off the nose. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, to the Fachisa finale. Mm-hmm. And with that, oh, you want to you say something before we go? Lena? I'm just, again, equally excited and dreading that fucking finale. Oh my gosh. Like, I just... It's going to divide people. They said it's going to divide people. I know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how they're going to like twist the knife to make it hurt even more. Than it already did, so. I, I think I know. They're going to do it with, um, what's her name? Um, what What's the Firefly leader's name? Marlene. Marlene, Marlene yeah. Do it with Marlene. Mm. Yeah, they're going to do it with Marlene. Marlene's going <laughs> to have us, um, with that character, they're going to have us twist the knife even deeper and or hurt even more. Yeah. Like, I am very excited to see, um, what uh ashley um johnson yes thank you so see how they do deal with that because like we got like a little bit of a hint so i have like a slight the theory with just what they showed yes me too me too trailer i think she got bit and then gave birth yes yes they blame and they could be this is why ellie is um and that could be why yeah, I think that is exactly why she is um, immune to it. And yeah. this is the first time to show it. It's the 
it's a little bit jumping into the future because they show us a trailer, so it's not exactly spoilers. We just hypothesizing right now. Mm-hmm. But um, so that was Ashley Johnson never, in the trailer. Yes, that yeah. is Ashley Johnson, the voice actress for Ellie. I know who Ashley Johnson. Is. Okay, no, I'm telling it for the audience. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, so so Ashley Johnson character who is Ellie's mom we consume that's gonna get bitten because she's pregnant with Ellie we see that she gives birth shortly um, after that encounter with the uh, infected so we can assume yeah because just from what they've shown with like the angle from like where it shows her like holding the baby and from where it shows like that infected person breaking into the room it just makes it it feels like it's the same room. And it shows that, like... Uh, it, this is, like... We didn't know how Ellie was a moon. It's mm-hmm. a and it gives us a more context to the game. I just yeah. love how they feed it to each other. And I swear to God, if they do this, where, like, that fucking tape and all those her fucking tape player was given to her by her mom and if they have ashley johnson sing take on me i will fucking she will sob if she sings that to little baby ellie i will will fucking be just inconsolable i will be inconsolable so we're gonna, we're gonna may, sure. we, we may have to do a Patreon to do an after show so you, the listeners, can hear this incredible <laughs> conversation because I'm going to cut us off right here because we're hitting two I, hours. Wait, 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 one second, one second. I know for sure that she gives Ellie her knife, though. The knife that she mm. Ellie her mother's. Mm-hmm. So that's like one of the most important things to her. And I think she get does she get the Walkman from her mom, too? Well, I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. Because in the games, they made it set up more that Joel was the one that was like singing the songs and teaching uh, those to Ellie. Yeah. But like in this show, they show her having a tape. So I'm like, who gave her the tape player? Because that feels like that would just be a primo um, thing to have in the apocalypse. And <laughs> one la- tape player. And one last thing: Did anyone else notice that, like, in the subtitles, like, I think it was I don't know if it's the after show or during the um, or during the preview of the next episode, they showed Ellie's full name. I don't know why they did it, but they showed Ellie's full name. And I just want to say, I share the same last name as Ellie. Let's go. <laughs> okay. That's it. Nice. For the Pascal drunken Benet Labario. Yes. The very detailed Ray Squared and the shit in the bed of the internet, Damon Lama writer. I've been Desi. I will. I will absolutely come up with a Pascal Mescal drink. Can you recipe? Hmm. Is even a recipe? I'm Desi. I I will make it for next week. I'm very scared.